Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and others more because we need more love in the universe. Yes, we do. And no matter what level you're on, we're here to take you guys higher. So today we have another amazing episode for you guys. Today's topic is boring marriages. (laughs) Boring (laughs) marriages. Boring. Yes. And so we're going to talk about what makes marriage boring Mm -hmm. and as well as how to prevent it from being boring. If you're in a boring marriage, don't worry, we got you. We're going to save you today on this episode. (laughs) So before we jump into the main topic, it's time to catch up with the clocks. Baby, anything new and exciting you want to share with the listeners? What are you actually actually I, I don't want to be boring and always be the one that says what I'm doing first. So I'm going to switch it up so the listeners won't get bored. Well, how's your week been, Anthony? We'll start with you. Uh, nice. Uh, my week has been pretty damn good. Yeah? Yeah. You know, actually, my weeks are always pretty pretty good because yeah. I'm kind of, it's just my energy and my mindset. Yeah. You know, but what if I've been doing, getting back in the gym again, took a couple of days off yeah. since you came back, it kind of threw off my program and it's all right. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm reacclimating to the We've new We've been patterns. kissing and hugging and loving and not going to the gym. That's right. <laughs> I've been trying to uh, get it in instead of working it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, and you so, have. Uh, and I love it. Yes, yes. So, you know, you need balance in life. Yes, you, know you what do. Saying? And what sense is it to work on that body, make it all beautiful <laughs> if I can't share it with the person that I love? That's right. That's right. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. So a little balance. So yes. that has uh, been pretty much my week. Yes. E2, baby. You know, uh, I've been right there with you, hanging yeah. out with you, having fun with you. Yeah, yep. We've been chilling, yep. eating yummy food, yep. enjoying each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, been working still at the mm-hmm. same time. And I, I just like to acknowledge how blessed we are. We mm-hmm. really are able to oh, yeah. make our own schedule. We do what we want when yeah. we want to do it. Yeah. And um, so it's just been a really nice week of flow of a little yeah. bit of work some days, a lot of work some days, hanging out. We've yes. had days where we're like, let's just stay in bed and Netflix and chill. And that's been yeah. fun. We've been going out. It's It's been great. It's been a great week. Yes, yes it has. And you know, and I was thinking earlier today how blessed we are to coach together. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love the transformation. I love helping people. I yeah, love seeing too. them, you know, empower their relationships, empower their lives. And when they lose hope in it, that they're like, this, there's no hope and I'm, we're doomed. Yeah. And then we can come in there and help them. Yes. And get them back on their feet and see them soaring. I love that. It's such an amazing feeling. Yeah. Of, it's rewarding. No, you know? it, it really is. We, yeah. And we've had some great transformations yeah. this week. And I literally fall in love with our clients. Like, yeah. I just love them so much. But it's easy to love them because they're sharing everything with us, right? Yeah. They get yeah. to be so vulnerable with us. We're so vulnerable with them that it's just this beautiful exchange. And it, yeah. it's been extraordinary. I'm and, so grateful. And, you know, sometimes I think, like, why am I able to? 
understand people so well. Like I understand people mm-hmm. and I could predict so many different things yeah. that, okay, if they make this move, this is what's going to happen. If they make that move, this is what's going to happen. And it's always correct. But I realized that as a coach, we've been coaching together for over 22 years mm-hmm. and we've coached thousands of people. And when we're coaching, they're sharing a private part of their life, things that they don't share with anybody else. So we mm-hmm. see a, a side of humanity yes. that's so on such a deep level True. that after a while, you can predict. Yeah. You can see like, okay, if you make this move 10, 10 steps down the road, this is what's going to happen. You make that move, this is what's going to happen. And so it's like a psychic ability. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is beautiful. And I, I love being able to be with people and not have any judgment for them. Right. And them not have any judgment for us. It's such yeah. a clean, uh, it's such a clean energy yeah. and we, you can just go so deep with people. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. It has been an extraordinary yeah. um, experience yeah. coaching people this week. And, you know, because we were apart right. for about a month, we yeah. were coaching separately. And when we're together, it's, it's, I don't know if the listeners know about this, but it's called a mastermind, right? When there are, there's mm-hmm. more than one person that are focused on a subject, then all of your energies connect yeah. to solve a problem, right? That's what a mastermind group is. And so when mm-hmm. we're coaching, you and I are masterminding it. It's like we're flowing the energy yeah. back and forth to help the couple or the single person or the mm-hmm. team or whoever we're working with yeah. and it's just so exciting i i just yeah. love i just love it so much life is good then on top of that we get to do the podcast yeah <laughs> we do yeah, we, we get, get to do to it here stuff with same you guys. thing we're doing here yeah, right yeah. like talking to each other here we get to do um yeah. to help people that's our job that is our job thank you universe more yes, please yes, i love it yes, yes um so we're not we're not bored at all are we're we not bored <laughs> perfect you know, you know, I know how to make that good energy job, baby. flow the good way job, I want Bobo. it to go. Good job. Good job. Okay. So boring marriages. Yes. You know, growing up, that was always one of my fears. Oh, I think, Getting, I, honestly, I think that's a fear for a lot of yeah, men. Yeah. I think I, men are afraid of that. I think women expect it yeah. and men fear it. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember growing up watching my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is boring. Yeah. And they looked bored. And it, everything was like, okay, we are just fulfilling our obligations. Uh. And there were moments that of like excitement, like things like, hey, look at that. They're having fun over there. Those were very far and few in between. Yeah. And most of the time it was just boring. And growing up, it was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. As I grew up, I started seeing it in couples. Mm-hmm. And actually, in my first marriage, it started off great and exciting. Yeah. But then it got boring. Mm. And once things get boring, dun, 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 <laughs> that's when the trouble happens. It's downhill from there. That's right. So how do you feel about boring? Like you said that you felt like that growing up, too. Like, what? You know, what um, I think for me, a boring marriage is just when you see couples that just have that look on their face. Like I'm here, but I really don't want to be like you. I remember, 30 yards there. Yeah. I remember <laughs> when we were dating and we would go out to restaurants and we would just notice, we would point out the couples like, look at them. They are not even talking they to each talk. other. They don't <sighs> want to be there with each other. They're looking around. There's no connection. Mm. And I I think the boredom comes from, this is just my perspective, 
I think boring relationships happen when you have an expectation that your partner is going to entertain you mm. or that your partner has the ability to make you happy or make your life better. And I believe that the excitement that comes into a relationship comes from each individual being able to create it within themselves. So what I mean by that is, it's kind of like what we were just talking about. You and I are so fulfilled within ourselves. We love what we do for a living. We have lots of interests. We have interests together. We have interests separately. We do a lot of activities together. We spend a lot of time together. But then we also do our own thing. And I think that when you're constantly bringing new energy into to yourself and new perspectives into yourself, then when you show up with a partner, you have something to exchange. And I, I don't know that a lot of couples know how to do that because they get caught in on the... Um, you know, I like to call it the hamster wheel. You call it the template. I call it the hamster wheel, where it's like you just do the same things over and over again, which is really human behavior. The The brain wants to conserve energy. So we operate in patterns and we're very comfortable doing the same thing over and over and over again. So people don't like change. They don't want to try new things. They want to eat the same food because that's just part of how we operate. But you have to push past that and you have to override that and I personally, you know, a long time ago told myself, because I used to be very fearful of life. I know how people have a hard time believing this. I used to be shy. I used to be afraid of everything. And I just got tired of playing small. So I started training myself to like move towards things that made me uncomfortable. If something made me uncomfortable and I felt it was holding me back, I would push myself to run towards it. Just do it. It's okay if you fail. It's okay if you get hurt. It's okay. But this this fear and this discomfort um, is not worth feeling safe. So I've learned to actually, I actually enjoy challenges. I really, really do because I perceive them as growth. I perceive them as new energy. So I don't find myself getting bored with myself. Therefore, I don't get bored with you. And, and you're very similar. You're always growing and you always have a lot to bring to the table. You know, I think that um, what happens with a lot of couples is mm -hmm. that, first of all, what you see, you tend to imitate. Mm -hmm. And that's how we learn. Yeah. And like I said, when you're growing up with parents or grandparents that have boring relationships, then it subconsciously starts programming you that this is how relationships are supposed to be. And mm -hmm. so subconsciously, even if the relationship starts off exciting, you're going to fall into that mode right. because subconsciously this is what it's supposed to be. Right. And I think a lot of times with couples, when they're dating, it's exciting and yes. the sex is what makes it exciting more than anything else. How did I know you were going to bring up sex, babe? Um, Because you know me. <laughs> and so <laughs> when... Like everything else, after a while, the sexual energy is, you can't maintain, in most cases, that same level yeah. of sexual energy that you did when you were dating. Yeah. Once you get into a relationship and you have a life and obligations and things you got to do and work, and then the sex becomes less exciting mm -hmm. or less often. Or plateaus. Plateau. Yeah. Now, then you look around and go, what else is there? Yeah. And if you're not friends best friends yeah. and you don't have good communication then that's not there yeah then it's like okay what else do i do i need and, something else right and if you 
have the resources to travel and have experiences, that's good for a while, but eventually yeah. you still got to come back down to earth. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have the resources, you really got to yeah. be stuck. You, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be, have to come down to earth. So that's, I think why a lot of couples get bored with their relationships. And then they start looking going, wait, I need that thing to make me feel more excited. We need a yeah. bigger house. Wait, we need another car. Yeah. We need another party at the house. We need to throw for our family. We need to, well, I need that outfit. And, the, and they keep trying to fill that void and it doesn't work. Mm -mm. And they thought that if I hit these benchmarks, if I get all these things, I was told by society that when I get all this stuff, that my life is going to be amazing be and I'm going to be happy and there's going to be so much fun and excitement. And I'm on Instagram. Look at me. Hoo -hoo. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work out like that. Yep. Well, and I would just add to that, getting married and having a family is at the top of the mm -hmm. the pile, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm aspiring to that. That's why so many single people are miserable, because they think, if I get that, I'll be happy. And yeah, you will for a little while, yeah. <laughs> but you're still, the boredom's going to come back. Mm -hmm. The, you know, everything that you experience now is still going to show up. Now you just have another person that it's showing up for them too. And you got to figure right. it out together. And that could be good and that could be fun or that could be challenging. Right. So being bored in a relationship is going to happen. There's going to be times where there's not a lot going on and that's okay. We need, we need both, right? Yeah. We need excitement and then we need chill. We need excitement, right. and then we need chill. That, that makes sense, but I have a different perspective on that. I, I feel like bored is a state of mind. Yeah, true. And so if you're bored in your relationship, you're really bored with yourself. yourself yes, if I agree. If you're bored I in agree. your life, you're really bored with yourself. Yeah. And it's all a creation. It's like, I have a great relationship. Is it, you have a good relationship or a bad relationship. Right. That's all perspective. True. If you focus on the things that are that are, you're grateful for, you'll have a great relationship. If you focus on the things you don't like, then you won't have a great relationship. So when it comes to boredom, it's like, if that's the case, your relationship is boring, it's up to you to go within and you start finding things to be excited about. Happiness is created within yeah. you. So because I find my happiness within me first, mm -hmm. uh, and I from spirit, then I'm always entertained. Yeah. I can sit be in a corner by myself, just sitting there looking at the wall, right. but I'm having a ball. Yeah. Because I'm going within and having thoughts and spirit and focusing on different and expanding my mind and my consciousness. And so then when I come back to the outer world with you, you're just icing on my cake. Yes. And so. I agree. And, and you're right. It is all perspective. So when I say like, there's going to be boring, there are things that you and I do, like we sit, around and sometimes we don't even talk we sit and drink coffee or just sit outside and we're mm -hmm. not engaging each other and some people would look at that and be like that looks boring but we're not bored no because no. we're in our own thoughts we have our own relationship mm -hmm. with ourselves so we're not bored and everything is just how you label it right mm -hmm. and if you think that marriage is supposed to be you know sunshine and lollipops and cupcakes every second of the day, you're going to be disappointed yeah. because it's life. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens to make people feel bored a lot is focus, right? When people are in, you know, the stage of raising children, 
you know, newly married people mm-hmm. that are having families, right. that all the energy and focus goes to kids, bills, uh-huh. work, um, and getting ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Trying, you know, wanting to buy a house. They're, they're striving for all of these things. And that can become a pattern yeah. where that's all that you think about. And so if that's all that you're thinking about, it becomes, your life becomes all about responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you have to really be aware about creating some harmony. And that's why we hear all the time, like, couples go on date nights and get a babysitter. And, you know, women take me time and men should have friend time. The reason people recommend that we do those things is because we have to continually create some area of desire in our lives. Mm-hmm. Human beings get bored when they don't create desire and they spend all of their time in responsibility. And especially here in America, everything is about success, right? Like success and money and how how well and status and how well you're doing. So people are striving for that constantly and they're missing out on the little beautiful moments, the personal growth. I can get excited sitting outside, seeing a bird, you know what I mean? Being in nature, there's so much beauty. There's so much to be excited about in life. But when we put our blinders on and it's all about striving Mm -hmm. and achieving, then we start to get bored because that is not enough for the human spirit. You have to have some passion. You have to ask yourself, what is my thing? What is my thing that makes my heart flutter? Right. So, like I said, we are, we're really blessed to be able to bring the things that are our personal passions into our relationship. Yeah. So, if your marriage is getting boring, focus on yourself, not your partner. That's the other thing. People start to right. point fingers. You're bored with you now. You're not doing it right. You're not making me happy. No, bring something into your own life. Learn yeah. something new. Take a class. Read a book. Expand. Expand. Expand and explore. Make some new friends. Yeah. Um, have an adventure. But it literally comes from your mind. The yeah. other day you and I were in bed. It was like in the morning. We were watching news. And I was just thinking about gratitude. And I literally, my body began to vibrate. And I was like, I feel so good right now. Mm-hmm. I was still in my pajamas. Nothing had even happened. Like nothing major was going on. And I just loved it. I was just yeah, like, I, I love. Oh, you did take your shirt yeah, off. Yeah, that helped. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> we need some excitement in this boring marriage. Right? Anthony, take your shirt off. Uh, <laughs> but it really is. It really comes from within and mm-hmm. within. And it has to do with your thoughts. If you are telling yourself your life is boring and I don't like this and I don't like that and I don't like this, then that's how you're going to feel. So mm-hmm. gratitude is a great help when it comes to feeling bored. And then you'll attract yeah. ideas and thoughts that will help you to have more excitement right. in your marriage. Yeah. If, if I rely on other people to to give me, bring me excitement. Yeah. I'll always be disappointed. Yeah. So that's why, I, like I said, I get it within me first. I create it. And then if I can get it outside of me, that's icing on a cake. But I think a lot of times the other person's looking at that other person, the partner, right. first and foremost, and going, come on, yeah. do something to make me feel entertained. Do something to make me feel excited. Do yeah. something and we're not here for that reason. It doesn't work no. like that. No. Because that person's not here just to dance a jig every time you feel bored <laughs> right and so so if you expecting it from your partner first and foremost you're going to be disappointed yeah create it within yourself because there's times when you don't want to do anything and it's like i want to go do something 
but you don't want to. Yeah. And if I look at it like, she don't want to do it, so no, I can't, I can't. do it, you know it. Yeah. But I go, you know what? Okay, I do that just a little bit at first. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit you don't you just because get a look like, you just get a look on your face anthony right. i can because tell I, i'm like that's not my problem i can't help the initial <laughs> knee-jerk response i'm a human being yeah so that initial emotion <clears throat> disappointment yeah i can't help but then as soon as that happens that's my indicator that i'm in my little bitch mode and it's like <laughs> i'm in my ego yeah and it's like anthony antoine that's my ego mm-hmm. and it's like oh Okay. Oh, all right. I just got caught up in my emotions. Then I get back in alignment. Like, hey, you know what? Let her do what she wants to do. Yeah. I'll go do me. Let me go have fun. Right. And so I, I think that that's a big part of it. You have to learn to create it within yourself. But then there are also moments where I feel like I don't want to just sit in the house and look at the wall. Yeah. And I want to go out and do something, but not because I'm bored, but because my spirit is pulling me to have an experience. Yeah. And I could feel that pull. And it's like, I, I need to go need to a to nice go. restaurant. Yeah. Or I need to, let's get dressed up and just go over. Go where, for a wherever, walk or wherever. Walk. Yeah. And then when I do that, there's this rewarding feeling that I get. Like, mm-hmm. ah, this is great. This is because I'm listening to my spirit guiding me. But I'm not doing it out of boredom. I'm doing it out of desire. Alignment. Alignment. Yeah. 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 And, and desire. And like I said, it, we all have to have some desire or else we will feel bored. But I, I want to remind people, too, you, you're not only be bored in marriage, single people are bored, too. Mm-hmm. It is just a state of mind and you have the ability to do something about it. And also don't compare yourself to other couples because you don't know what's going on in their life. I hear that all the time. Like, we're not doing this and that, but you're not them. Mm-hmm. create what works for you mm-hmm. and you can be inspired by other people, but we're not all supposed to be mm-hmm. living the same life. And, and there's ups and downs for everybody. Yeah. And, and boredom also comes from a lack of using your imagination. Yes. And oh, so yeah. when you, it's like little kids, you could put them out in the dirt mm-hmm. and they will play with a stick in the dirt yep. all day long for yep. hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And we used to do that when we were little yeah. because we were using our imagination. Yep. And I think, in relationships and, and as adults in society, as we get older, we use our imagination less and less. Yeah, that's true. And we're, we're looking at other things to create it or to utilize our imagination, things externally like TV and, you know, sports right. and watching stuff. So we're externally, yeah. externally we got to go right. somewhere, do something to feel so entertained. Not, we, we don't know how to do it. We know, right. We're not taking responsibility for our own imagination. Yeah. You, and so if you don't use it, you lose it. We know a lot of people yeah. that are like that. Yeah. They have no imagination Mm-mm. and then they're constantly running, trying to, I need to go this experience. I need that experience. And they're constantly looking for that fix. Yeah. And it never does it for them. Well, that, that creates the buying culture, right? Yeah. Like we got to go buy this. We got to go get this. We got to go pick this up. Yeah. And then uh, you get those things and then. It's over. And then you got to mm-hmm. you got to do it again. You know, another thing that causes boredom. And I just realized it by what you were saying about like how you get hurt a little bit if I don't want to do what mm-hmm. you want to do right, right when you want to do it. But you check yourself. And I, I pick up on that energy. I, I notice it. Um, and I used to feel like, oh, I need to give up what I want to do what he wants because I could see that he's hurt and I don't want him to be hurt. Or I could see that, you know, mm-hmm. he's it's not working for him. And over 
the years, I've learned that I don't need to do that. I'm not responsible for your feelings or your reaction to a no or a yes mm-hmm. or a maybe on in any situation. And that has made me feel more fulfilled as a wife, because I think part of what makes people bored in marriage is there's this programming of we have these roles and a wife is supposed to be like this and a husband is supposed to be like that. And then comes in this obligation that we have to perform in a way to fit into those roles. And that is not always in alignment with our spirit. And I mean, it, it comes down to little things like, um, I used to not even speak up if I didn't want to watch something on TV, like, eh, he's in charge of the TV. Like if that's what he wants to watch. That's what he wants to watch. And then I would be like, I don't even like watching this. This is boring. I'm sitting here watching something he wants to watch just cause I want to be with him and I'm a wife. And then I started to be like, I ain't watching that. I'm going to go in the other room, read a book. Or I'm going to go watch a video or I'm going to pull out my computer and do some work. And I realized that the boredom I was feeling was created by me because I was telling myself, like, I Mm. have this role to play in this relationship. And if I do things that don't please you or not a match to what you're doing, then I'm not being a good wife. Mm. And over the years, I've overridden that programming. I realized like I have every right to be me and do what feels good to me. Um, even if it's not the same thing with you at the same time, we mm-hmm. don't always right. have to do everything together and we don't always have to agree on everything. And I think that brings right. more excitement that we're different and we're doing things differently. So now let me swerve. swerve. Oh, we're in the bedroom okay. now. Boredom in the bedroom. Oh, so now, okay. Oh, how, you, how do you deal with that? They're getting a twofer? Yeah. They're getting boredom and boredom but, in the bedroom? What? But, okay. Because you said that you don't always have to do things together. Yeah. <laughs> which, right? <laughs> and when it comes to that, it's true. When it yeah. comes to sex, you can do it by yourself. Yeah. Um, but That's very true. But sometimes it's good to do it with somebody else. <laughs> it makes it more exciting. It's actually really good to do right. it with someone so, else. So how do, how do they avoid... Boredom in the Boredom bedroom. Boredom in the bedroom, right. So what do you think causes it? And how do you think is it the same process, you think? I do. I, I think boredom in the bedroom comes from fear of confrontation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are not willing to communicate, have those tough conversations about mm-hmm. what they want and need. And so they just start kind of walling themselves off and just allowing things to happen that mm-hmm. don't really create excitement for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just did a podcast on sexless marriages. There are a lot of reasons that that happens, but you will get bored in the bedroom if you are just doing the same thing over and over again. And it goes back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast, the brain wants to conserve energy. So once it finds something that feels good, it's like, let's just keep doing that. And then you're an autopilot and you just keep doing it and it'll get you there eventually. Time Mm -hmm. after time, after time, after time, but it doesn't have the same excitement. So if you are not comfortable having conversations about your genitalia, your body, your, your fantasies, Mm -hmm. your, your partner's performance, your performance, you're eventually going to get bored because you're not creating any change and change creates excitement. and, and, And I think that goes back to imagination. Yes. Once we stop, your imagination is about expanding. Mm-hmm. And 
once you stop using it, you stop expanding. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Yes. And we're not built to just remain stagnant in life. Energy has to keep moving. Yes. And even if you're just sitting in the corner looking at the wall, right. when I'm doing that, I'm moving energy because in my mind, I'm using my imagination. So I'm growing and expanding and pondering different thoughts. So that's why I love doing that, that expansion, right. sitting in the quiet. I'm sitting there quietly. I'm, people might look and go, he looks bored. Oh, no, I'm having a ball yeah. because I'm in my mind expanding thoughts and playing with different concepts and looking at different perspectives. That, to me, is a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think that in, in a bedroom, it's like I said earlier, when we grow up, like watching our grandparents, for example, what we see is what we imitate. Mm -hmm. And then we have these subconscious expectations and beliefs of what a relationship and marriage is supposed to be like. And so, for example, back in the day when it was like, you only have sex in a missionary position. And people would <laughs> actually nighttime. do that in a woman missionary <laughs> position. Anything else is bad. Right. So now you're growing up and you're having sex only in a missionary position. You think, I'm fitting into society. I'm doing it right. And then you find yourself bored with it. Yeah. But then it's like, you stick with it. But then you get more bored. And then you have the conversation with your partner. And your partner's like, no, I, we're not, you're, you're, you're freaky. You're mm -hmm. whatever. Right. So now your inability to use your imagination and expand because you've been programmed and controlled by all of these BS uh, societal beliefs. Right. You're going to be bored because you're not expanding. Yes. And so the key is to get to the point where you can change your perspective on things be open-minded, use your imagination, and to grow. And I think in the bedroom, a lot of times, there's so much stigma about, you act like you're supposed to, women's supposed to do this, this is bad, this is good, this is, and it blocks off the growth. Yeah. As opposed to people coming and going, you know what? Me, man, you woman. And <laughs> we spirit. Let's have exploration and just explore <laughs> without guilt, without shame, without blame, without, yes. you know, and so... Yes. Use that imagination. People. And, and create a safe space of no judgment. I know I say that a lot, but when you feel judged by your partner, it shuts you down and mm -hmm. it prevents you from using all of who you are, your imagination. You try to stay in a box to prevent that judgment. So you have to make an agreement like we're going to try things. We're not going to judge ourselves or each other and we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out what brings us joy what yeah. brings us excitement and more of that into this relationship and i always like to encourage people to say i want more because when you say we want to create something different you're kind of saying we don't have it you do have it you just want more you just want to expand you just want to continue growing so we just want more excitement yeah. and don't even label yourself as bored label it as we're just ready to grow it's yeah. really all about how you we're see things and how you think of things. We're ready to expand energy. Yes, we're just ready to expand energy. Yes, so. yes, yes. That was a lot. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was not boring. It was not boring. No, you are not boring. You're not boring either. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, great episode. That was an amazing episode. It was really I good. I appreciate it. it. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you pick up your copy or Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, available at Amazon.com. It's a number one bestseller. And if you guys are interested in coaching with the amazing clocks to get some excitement in your boring marriage, then reach out to us at TheAmazingClarks.com. 
And last but not least, if you guys are interested in becoming a life coach, or you just want to learn some skills to learn how to life coach yourself, check out our life coach training and certification course at the Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy.com. And we would appreciate if you would rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.